The Marching Roundtable is proud to be an official media partner of Drum Corps International and Music for All. Sometimes, and for me, I had to learn this very, very, very quickly last year because there were so, this is the first time that I've been this busy. Um, and I had to learn that there has to be a boundary. Like at some point during the day, I have to turn off. Like yeah. I can't, I can't think about all of that stuff 24 seven. I need like two hours or three hours to myself that I can just sit and not think about any of this. That's Andre Williams. And on this podcast, he's joined by Bianca Wallace and Ricardo Robinson Chenal to discuss dealing with burnout and advice for self-care. This conversation is full of practical and actionable things you can do right away to make sure you have a better season and take care of yourself so that you can be at your best at every single rehearsal. And there's basic life balance advice that we all need to hear. We should have friends outside of the activity. Outside <laughs> yes, of our job. please, please have friends outside of the activity. <laughs> Activities outside of the activity. Um, that has that was like one huge thing that I have been really focusing on um, because uh, in COVID, I decided it was time for a career change. Didn't want to necessarily be teaching color guard anymore, so I decided to go to massage school, and it was tough. It was very tough to learn how to make friends <laughs> outside of Color Guard people. Members can see the entire hour-long video version of this podcast conversation at marchingartseducation.com. There's a link to that video where this podcast is located at the Marching Roundtable. And thank you so much to the sponsor of this podcast, Fred J. Miller Incorporated, found at fjminc.com slash roundtable. Advice for self-care on the Marching Roundtable. podcast is sponsored by FJM, Fred J. Miller Incorporated. FJM is the leader in marching arts uniform manufacturing and continues to lead the charge through groundbreaking design, superior service, and over 60 years of industry innovation. The Cesario collection of marching band uniforms is 100% machine washable, includes a limited lifetime warranty, and makes the fitting process a breeze with their Adjust-A-Cuff and adjust a hem technology. Now is the perfect time to create a new image for your program. Chat with a live FJM representative or schedule your complimentary consultation today at fjminc.com roundtable. That's fjminc.com roundtable. Fred J. Miller Incorporated, family owned and operated since 1960. Hey everybody, it's Tim Hinton, the Beast of the Marching Arts. Thank you so much for walk, for watching uh, the Marching Arts Education webinar. This is going to be such a fun conversation and very helpful um, and timely conversation. Andre Williams is here. Andre, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for putting this panel together. This is such a great crowd. Bianca Wallace is here. Bianca, how are you? Doing well. How about you? I'm good. I'm glad that you guys are all here. Ricardo Robinson Chanel is here. How are you, Ricardo? Hello, Tim. I'm wonderful. How are you? I am good. So, everybody, we're here to talk about advice for self-care, um, trying to make sure that you are dealing with burnout and how you're taking care of yourself 
because we all know the season can get really intense. And even here at the beginning, it can get really intense. So I love the idea of talking about self-care. So let's go back around. Everybody can sort of tell us a little bit about yourself. Andre, we'll start with you. Uh, yes, I'm Andre Williams. Uh, I am the visual coordinator and guard director at Mount Vernon High School in Fortville, Indiana. Uh, I am also the artistic director and movement coordinator for Elevate Performing Arts, uh, and that would include the WINS program and the World Guard program. Uh, and then I also have a dance company uh, here in Indianapolis, Indiana, Relevations Dance Company. Um, and we are actually in residence this year for the first time ever at Phoenix Theater. So I'll also be presenting three shows with them this year, which is nuts. But um, yeah, that's pretty much my life in a nutshell <laughs> right now. Clearly, Andre has nothing going on. <laughs> I think we need to talk about taking care of ourselves in the middle of that. Andre, that's so exciting. You're making such great art and such a contribution but i love that we're going to talk about how to take care of yourself in the middle of all of that all these people are really busy everybody but bianca let's hear what you got going on yeah um i am the complete opposite of andre <laughs> i hardly have anything going on um just kidding no uh, so i'm a former color guard director, former color guard caption head. Um, I have currently shifted over into massage therapy as my career. So I'm so glad to be here to talk about burnout and self-care because that is literally my everyday job. Um, but still on the board for Elevate, working with troopers this summer, just kind of bebopping here and there in the um, marching activity, but full-time massage therapist. Well, and I have to tell you, I think massage therapists are like the heroes of the world. I can tell you that has gotten me through a lot in my yes. life. Um, they're like therapists and uh, well, therapists in all kinds of levels. But anyway, mm -hmm. that's awesome that you're here to share that perspective. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been laying on the table and like getting some advice, you know, because there's just <laughs> there's just super that Zen thing about the massage experience. I love that. So anyway. Um, we're going to go get a massage if you haven't had one. That's your first tip for self-care, everybody. Yes, absolutely. Ricardo, tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm Ricardo robinson Chanel. I am the Director of Fine Arts at Braden River High School in Bradenton, Florida, where I teach theater, dance, and uh, the Braden Nets Color Guard. Um, I am on the Board of Directors for the Florida Federation of Color Guard Circuit, and I am the Assistant Director of the Pageantry Arts Honor Society, which you will be hearing more about hopefully a lot more soon all over the country. And yeah, I'm super busy because I'm doing 5,000 million things at the same time too. So. Right. It, it won't be this time. session today is therapy for us. So <laughs> you know, are all crazy. Listen, I, I'm going to be taking notes, everybody. Like, I'm ready. I have my pen right here. Okay. So uh, this, I think this is going to be fantastic. So, all right. Um, some people that are on this call have been out in the hot sun at band camp and they still stopped to have this conversation. So y'all are awesome. I'm so glad you're here. So Andre, this is such an interesting topic. Um, where would you like to start in this conversation? I'll be the first to say I was burned out last, <laughs> last season and I and Bianca can tell you because she was talking with me almost every day. Um, I got to the point about I hit about January and I I had lost all steam. Um, so when you and I had gotten a chance to just reconnect after the season, um, I was like, 
and even you had mentioned as well, just talking about burnout and getting self-care. And I was telling you, I was just coming back from Portugal. That's what it was. I was telling you, I was just coming back from vacation and I had like turned everything off. Um, and we had connected on that. And it's really a great topic because I found myself last season trying to pull myself out of being in that burnout stage while also going through the competitive season. Um, so I thought it'd be really interesting to bring that to the table and to talk about that, especially now when we're in the process where we still have the opportunity to turn some things around if we're starting to notice some of those symptoms. So that's kind of where the in the intrigue came from. Right. And it makes me want to talk about vacations, but maybe we'll save that for a second because I do want I'm gonna write that down and come back to that. But I do feel like the first thing to say is like that 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 if you find yourself feeling that way, like don't be too distressed because there is a way to work through that, right? Like I think it can be for those of us that are very motivated, very passionate about our work, it can be sort of frightening to realize all of a sudden like I I don't feel right about this. I'm I don't have the motivation I used to have. So sort of dealing with that first you know, Ricardo, you're shocking. You're, you're you're not you're taking your head. Like you know what I mean? Oh, yes, like, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, the first thing is really understanding and identifying what that burnout feels like, because a lot of times you don't even notice when it starts creeping up on you, and it just it it comes over you in a wave so strong, and then at that point, you know, it's hard to get out of that funk. Um, we talked about um identifying the things that that are starting to cause burnout for you like if, are you tired all of the time do you have less motivation about going and doing going to rehearsal and, and planning meetings and all of those things and when you start feeling that way that is okay that is a natural normal human instinct to say you know i maybe i'm a little tired of this right now maybe i'm a little burnt out on this and you have to be able to admit that to yourself and you have to start being able to take steps to go through it to remediate it, or else it will turn into something where you don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah most definitely. I think mine is irritability. <laughs> irritable. And everything is starting to, you know, piss me off. I'm like, okay, I have to go take a break because if not, you know, I might say some things, uh, irreparable damage. <laughs> I don't want to go down that route, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would say whenever my, when my sunshine is dying out, because I'm usually the sunshine person. Like I like the rest of you know my staff and everybody else is is always you know kind of rough on everyone. And everyone thinks that I'm the mean one. I only get mean when it's time to be mean. But I am I, I am usually the nice sunshine person. Like okay, that was great, but like, and, and you get to that place where it's just like, oh my goodness, what was that? You know, and then we stop being educational and we turn reactive. That's when I know that I'm at the burnout stage and it's time mm -hmm. to like take step back for a second. Everybody take five. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everybody yes. take five. Really, that's a great advice right there. Stopping and taking some deep breaths and sort of stepping back sometimes. I think that's really, really great advice. But the thing I'm loving that you guys are all saying is, you learned to realize what it was, like there it is, you know, like you learned to recognize it and be self-aware. So Bianca, how did you learn like to realize, oh, that's me, that I'm at that point, I'm, I'm doing that thing. You know what I mean? Like when I realized, oh, I'm doing that thing, that was a huge step for me in my self-healing because I was like, rather than being upset at myself, I realized, oh, there's that thing I do. You know, like where, how did you figure yeah. that out? Honestly, other people told me how bad I was being. 
they're like, you're being too mean. You need to go sit down. I, like, truly, honestly, I think that I was kind of running myself into the ground. Like, okay, if I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. So therefore I, I have to. And my friends, my, my colleagues, my coworkers were like, hey, I'm pointing this out to you because you may not be able to recognize it, you know, the firsthand. And then after that, I was like, oh, okay, now I can see once I take a break and I come back with fresh eyes, I feel a lot better. I can understand that that's burnout. Mm. How about you, Andre? When did you start to realize like what you could, how you could recognize it in yourself? Therapy. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. I've been in therapy for a while. Um, no, therapy really has, therapy does wonders. Um, and if you do not have access to therapy, there are other ways or through apps or there are multiple opportunities. We were talking yesterday about um, if you ball it on a budget, what can you do to keep yourself from being burned out? right? You still have access to things. You have access to friends that you can talk to as well. Um, but uh, therapy was a big one for me. Uh, that helped me really start to understand a little bit more about how I navigate the world because it kind of makes you step back and look at your story versus you being in it. Um, and then also paying more attention to my kids and noticing what their tendencies are and what the room starts to look like when I start to get aggravated. So what what are the things that start to, I'm like, oh, somebody's like off. And then now I'm like, I'm frustrated. That was one. This is two. Navigating the room mm -hmm. and knowing when it's time. Okay, there's been too many things that have happened in the last five minutes, we all need to take like a 10 minute break. We all need to sit down and have a moment and then come back to this, you know? Just being aware that there are other people in the room and there are other people that have, you know, human needs and have things going on as well, you know, and can be burned out too, which is another thing we talked about yesterday when we were like putting all this together. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having a great conversation with Wayne Markworth. You know, he was the band director at Centerville High School for 35 years. But he said he learned at a certain point that if the band was having a really terrible rehearsal, it all came back to him and he realized it was actually him. You know what I mean? Like that was a big thing he said he realized as he was learning to be a better teacher was like, okay, if everything's not going right, it's probably me. Like, I'm the one running the rehearsal. And he, he learned to take responsibility for that. So I love that you just mentioned that, Andre. Like, you realize if things are, like, off, first thing to do is stop and sort of check, okay, am I okay? Do I need a, do I need a break? Because they need a break. So I think that's really self-aware. Ricardo, do you find yourself realizing that, too, when things are off? You're like, well, maybe this is, like, you know, I'm, I'm playing a part. You know, I my my way of figuring it out is I become indifferent, and instead of going to a rehearsal and thinking about the mm -hmm. goals that are that are that are that need to be set, it's I just got to get through this so I can go home or I can go and do something else. I just got to get through it, and that to me clued into the fact that like I love the activity. Well, and and listen, I work in different genres too, so in theater and all that other stuff. This goes for all of that. 
But if I'm going to a rehearsal and all I can think about is counting down the clock to when I'm going to be done with it, what is even the purpose of being there? And I started noticing that in myself. And, th- and this has been more recently, I will say, even after COVID, after having a time of like self-discovery and finding other things that I enjoy and all of that stuff, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, that was my when I was realizing that I was being burnt out. And then it, it, in the mornings, my own personal struggles of waking up and having to set my alarm clock 30 minutes earlier so that I could have 30 minutes to talk myself into waking up and going and doing all of the things that I do in the day. And, you know, my husband looked at me and he was like, hey, this is an issue, <laughs> you know, that if, if you are taking 30 minutes in the morning and hitting the snooze button four times before you can finally convince yourself to get up out of bed, like, this is something that you really need to address. And I was like, oh, wow, that opened my eyes. That was, that was my therapy. Yeah, I love that you're all talking about friends and loved ones like helping you discover, you know, helping you figure it out. So that would be a part of the solution, right? Is leaning on those friends and helping them, having them help guide you through whatever it is you're going through, right? Well, making sure that you're, you know, knowing your circle. You got to know your circle. You can, you got to know your tribe, know your people yeah. that, that will check you when you're wrong <laughs> or check you. <laughs> you know, like, that's serious though. Like they'll be like, Hey, like, I think something, are you sure? You know, like having those people around you are very important. Yeah. Which is, an, that's also something that we talked about. We should have friends outside of the activity. Outside yes. of our job. Please, please have friends outside of the activity. <laughs> Activities outside of the activity. Um, that has that was like one huge thing that I have been really focusing on. Um, because uh, in COVID, I decided it was time for a career change. Didn't want to necessarily be teaching color guard anymore, so I decided to go to massage school, and it was tough. It was very tough to learn how to make friends (laughs) outside of Color Guard people because I feel like music people in general were just so special. We're very perfectionist. We're on time. We have all of these life skills that have prepared us for all of these great things that we're going to endure. And then you meet somebody who's like, what? I have to show up five minutes early before class? No, I'm not doing that. And it's like, how do you make those two people become friends. And that was something that I I had to work really hard on, on myself and like giving grace and like understanding that people don't have the same background that I have, you know, when it comes to color guard, because it teaches you so much. Um, But then you, you feel like you're enlightening someone else, you know, when you're like, Hey, actually you're going to feel a lot better if you come to class early or, (laughs) you know, um, or like they teach you the things that they've been doing. Like I've been doing a lot of paint by number um, activities and I've been building these miniatures. I should have brought one out so I could show you guys. But um, a lot of my outside friends, especially from massage school were like, Hey, like pick this task up this is so much cooler than spinning a flag, you know? So um, I think it it just is is really nice to be able to have conversations outside of the activity too as well. Listen, I, have, I have friends that um, are in the activity and I have friends that, have, that, that are phasing themselves out of the activity, but 
Um, I laugh because my best friend, every morning we have a conversation on my drive across Tampa Bay going to work. And we'll start off talking about something completely random. And then somehow he starts bringing in like color guard into it and talking about this and talking about that. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about this first thing in the morning. Can we talk about something else? <laughs> that part. Can we talk about sports? I'm going to go do this all day long today. I need to talk about something <laughs> other than this for just a few minutes. <laughs> that part. Can we talk about the Beyonce concert? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything other than what we're designing and what the show is. And I, I, I laugh because it's always the same conversation over and over again. Well, what's your show about again? Well, what music are you using again? Well, what colors? And it's like, I, we just talked about this. Let me tell you one time. And then that's it. We don't have to discuss it anymore. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the weather. Yeah. And this heat wave and climate change. I don't know. You know that, but that that does bring up another thing. That does bring up another. Sometimes, and for me, I had to learn this very, very, very quickly last year because there were so. This is the first time that I've been this busy, um, and I had to learn that there has to be a boundary. Like at some point during the day, I have to. Like I can't. I can't think about all of that stuff twenty four seven. I need like two hours or three hours to myself that I can just sit and not think about any of this. That is like monumental. <laughs> Checking in and, and taking those breaks and, and, you know, meditation, like we were talking about, yeah. um, something that is, that necessarily is 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 free you know if you can get on youtube and find a guided meditation maybe 5 10 15 20 minutes whatever you need and you know the app headspace is really nice um i really like the australian guy that narrates everything that's really really cool um or like doing yoga on on youtube just trying to find some free resources if you can and if you if you want if you can't afford it like actually spending money to like go to a class that has you know the palo santo around and you know that maybe they had they're playing the bowls and that just kind of gets you into that element of um of relaxation so i i definitely agree like taking a couple of hours even just five minutes of just meditation is is going to do you well too as well yeah. You were mentioning apps. There's another app that my therapist just uh, mentioned to me. It's called Insight Timer. And it has meditations. It has um, guided practices. It has lectures. It has all sorts, like an array of things around mental health and keeping yourself healthy and meditating and soundscapes that you can fall asleep to or just sort of drone out to, you know, yeah. has all sorts of things in there. Say, say that app again. What was it again? Insight app. Okay. With a T. I know I don't pronounce my T's well. Insight <laughs> app. <laughs> or if you're struggling with your coins, <laughs> you can always get on the YouTube like we did back in the 1900s. Just kidding. <laughs> but you can jump on YouTube. There's all sorts of things. I actually this afternoon um, with my, my kids, because it, it is nine million degrees in Florida during Thanksgiving this week. And we got done with lunch and I was like, you know what? We need 20 minutes of just lying on this floor and just breathing. And I popped a 20 minute YouTube um, meditation 
on and guided us through that 20 minutes. And we woke up and we were refreshed and we went out. We learned some more choreography. And the day was great. And I was free. Yeah. <laughs> and to do it with like your whole team, which is yeah. um, something else that uh, we, we were, when we were brainstorming, um, just being able to do stuff with your team that is not rehearsal based. You know, so whether that's like having a in a band camp party, a pool party, or you know, like your Christmas camp party where the kids can come together and have pizza and ice cream and and just like be regular humans and not these you know performers, these grand grandiosis performers that we need for them to be. Um, so I I definitely agree with that. It's like doing something that's not color guard related is going to help a lot with team building and just self-assurance too as well. Yeah. You know, I think you guys are onto something really, really important because there was a time, like I get away from it all by opening a book, right? I just, I do some reading time every day because I love, I feel like that takes me to a different place. I'm turning off my world completely. I mean, I do some meditation and laying around in Florida too, but like I try to take, and there was a time when I was so busy, I didn't give myself time to read and I paid for it. And it came a point sort of like we've been discussing where I was like, what is wrong with me? You know, like I am just pushing, 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 pushing. Yeah. And I realized I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not giving myself time to read. And when I gave myself permission to take that 20 or 30 minutes every day when I could and read like, all of a sudden I'm doing better work. I'm in a better mood. People like being like, and I was like, okay, that's important to me. Like you have to have the time to turn off. So whatever it is for you, allow yourself to do it. Whether it's a meditation app or laying on the floor or playing with your dog or going for a walk, just turning it off. I think that's great. And Bianca, I love that you mentioned doing that with your team because that interpersonal time when they just get to like each other and know each other, like that's how you build a team and you get to that next level. It can't all just be, um, and I had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> well, yeah. one thing that we, we forget as educators, you know, we have our goals that, you know, we need to get this done, this, this, and this. And I think uh, we often forget the fact that we are dealing with young humans. And just as we are experiencing burnout, imagine how they are, because they're also going to classes, they're having a class school all day long, they're doing all of these other things, and then they have rehearsal, they have the stress of wanting to make you, you know, proud of them, so they're working extra hard at that, I mean, and they're missing out on time with their families, all of these other things that are going into it, they're just as burnout as, as you are, if not more burnout, so I think it's important that we learn to also look and find those signs in our students and understand when that's happening for them as well and give them opportunities to be, be able to express that and give them opportunities to be able to do something that is different, like we said. Um, I, I worked with the band director um, for years. She's one of my dearest friends. And she has a thing where like every two weeks or so, I believe, they do what's called mandatory fun. Like it is a set rehearsal time that they have, but they do something that is completely not rehearsal. They may barbecue hot dogs in the parking lot of the school, sit around on tailgates and have a tailgate party. Or they may go in the auditorium and watch some silly movie together that has nothing to do with band. Or, you know, I mean, it's just goofy things like that. And that not only is going to help build the team because the, the students are not going to associate uh, themselves always having to be around these people and always working. They're going to associate them with, with also having fun. And they're also going to associate you with 
as the instructor or the director with that as well. These good times that I'm also having amidst all of this other stressful stuff, I get this moment of happiness. I get this moment of fun. Maybe hopefully shaking off some of that burnout. It's also okay to check in with your students. Uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know, it's, it's okay to check in with your students and one-on-one -on -one, as a full team. There are multiple times last season where we were having like a rough rehearsal and I would pull everybody in and just ask what was going on. Give them the space to tell you what's going on. Yeah. Allow them to be a part of the rehearsal process so that when they're having moments of burnout or when they're checked out, you're able to coach them through that. Yeah. Part of our job is being a coach. Mm -hmm. It's life coaching. We wear many hats, yeah. all the hats. We wear a lot of hats. <laughs> You wear a lot of hats. It's our job to check in on our kids. Mm -hmm. I love that you're talking about that because you've created an environment also where they know that it's safe for them to do that and to be honest with you and to tell you what's really going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's part of that sort of culture that you've built that they can do that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been in the middle of a rehearsal and when we finally realize we need to take 10 minutes. We need to take 15 minutes and just stop, you know, and maybe even, like you said, do something fun. And then all of a sudden, everything's okay again, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you can't always just push, push, push. So that would be self-care for your, that's true in your own life. And then that's true when you're with your students too. Yeah. And the more you do that, you'll find that you see less burnout. Because then you start feeding off of each other's energy rather than it just being about everything that's in your head about, oh my God, I need to fix these things. Da, 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 it's all here. Where is count eight? <laughs> right. It's all here. <laughs> well, and you guys said a minute ago, it's also about remembering that it's really their, their kids and it's all about the kids. It's all about them. Are we having a great experience? Are they enjoying this? You know, we're supposed, this is supposed to be fun, even though we have these important goals that we're working toward. Hey everyone, this is not the end of this conversation. There's even more helpful advice in the rest of this conversation, which you can find at marchingartseducation.com. There's a link to the original hour-long webinar where this podcast is located at the Marching Roundtable. Find other conversations like this one in the over 1,100 podcasts at the Marching Roundtable or in the hours and hours of webinar videos and interviews at marchingartseducation.com. We're so grateful that so many of the very top educators and designers in our activity have talked with us and shared their secrets. You can learn from these marching arts professionals at any time at our website at marchingartseducation.com. Thank you again so much to the sponsor of this podcast, Fred J. Miller Incorporated, found at fjminc.com slash roundtable. This is Tim Hinton, the Beast of the Marching Arts. Find out more about me at beastofthemarchingarts.com. And I hope you'll check out our new paranormally-themed bed and breakfast here in Tampa, Florida, the Phantom History House. Check it out at phantomhistoryhouse.com. If you're a business that works with band directors, marching bands, color guards, or drum lines, you should sponsor podcasts at the Marching Roundtable. 
our listeners are the exact audience you're trying to reach. And with thousands of podcast downloads each month, it's a great way to directly reach your target audience. For more information, click on the Sponsorship Opportunities link at marchingroundtable.com or email Tim at tim at marchingroundtable.com. You can grow your business and help support what we're doing here on the podcast.